You're listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast, episode 14. Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Hi, Phil here, and welcome to episode 14 of the IT Career Energizer podcast, where I chat with inspiring IT professionals, consultants, and experts every week. To find out more about the podcast, visit itcareerenergizer.com. And now let's chat with today's featured guest, Andrew Bettany. Andrew is an experienced IT trainer specializing in Microsoft technologies and social media campaign strategy. Previously, Andrew grew the IT Academy at the University of York before deciding to focus on other opportunities such as consulting, authoring and freelance training. So Andrew, can I ask you to expand on that brief intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Hi Phil, sure. So I left school, joined the military and then moved on to accounting after after that. And within the accounting field, I felt like I was the accountant, but I was also the IT manager, and I was torn between the two. So I decided eventually that I wanted to get out of I, I wanted to get out of accountancy and move into IT. Um, so we can talk about how I did that and how how the career moved forward. Recently, literally a couple of years ago, I decided to leave the university where I'd become almost static in what I was doing. So I, I moved on to to form my own training company to author several books and to do a lot more freelance training, uh, both in person and also like we're doing now using, u- u- using audio and video. And I think that's where I'm now pushing my, my energies into is, is how to engage more people than just the, 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 the learners that I, could re- that I could reach whilst at the university. Yes, it's interesting to see how the ability to communicate messages has improved dramatically over the last few years. And there are so many channels to share information, this being, as you say, one of them. Definitely, definitely, yes. Can you share with us a unique career tip that the IT career energizer audience need to know and probably don't? Well, I think what worked for me was you need to get focused and aim for a goal. It's so easy today, and especially uh, as you get older and older, to become more and more distracted. So especially the younger members who are listening to this podcast is Pick a topic or pick a focus and stick at it. You know, it might only be a three-month focus. It might be a six-month or a year, but achieve what you what you aim for. And I think really there'll be certain markers in your life where you can look back and say, "I'm glad I did that." You know, and that might be an apprenticeship, it might be a degree, it might be the first job, and you just need to tick it off and say, "I did that. I give it my all." And I've got to the end of that program. I think it's too easy to be distracted. And certainly I feel distracted all of the time. I've got so many, I'm juggling so many balls at once. So whilst you're young and you haven't got the distractions of, let's say, family and and children and and, and dogs and mortgages and, and, and exciting things like that, they will come. But whilst you're still young, your biggest asset that you have is is time. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Obviously, you mentioned things like uh, objectives in terms of what you might try to achieve. Do you see those as short term or more longer term in terms of 
defining your career path? Well, both. You know, you, you need to have a, a direction that you're heading in. You know, it's, it's and dependent again. Depends how old people are when they're listening to this. If if they're at the beginning of their career, career, they need to decide what is their where do they want to be. You know, I, I in my life I've done several career changes, which I think in in this day and age is quite common. We tend not to go into one career and stay there, like a bus driver, for example, for or a doctor or a nurse for for twenty, thirty, forty years. That those jobs are still available, but in IT because it's such a changing landscape, if you go into IT now, you might you might become something else in 10 years time so pick a short-term goal see if you enjoy it if you can pick it up and you can learn it and you can make friends and you can advance in that career enjoy it while you can you know because it will there will be disruptions in 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 our way of life going ever forward we've only got to think about things like netflix and uber and think oh they're complete disruptions in, in our world that nobody could have foreseen 20 10 15 years ago oh very much so yes um can you tell us about your worst IT career moment and potentially what you learned from that experience? It's always a tricky one. Uh, I think for me, looking back, I wish I had done what I've done now earlier. I left it until about I left it until I was about 35 before I moved full time into IT. So before that, I was doing accountancy and IT and mixing, and so becoming focused on moving into IT. Becoming a, um, a a trainer has revolutionized my whole world. So whatever you choose, stick at it, achieve the goal, and then decide then is that what you want, and then move forward. So I think looking back in, in I've got some old photographs when I was, when I had hair and when I was you know <laughs> in, in my twenties and thirties, and there's even a, a picture of, of my living room at the time, and it had maybe five or six PCs with a big cathode ray tube uh, monitors and keyboards and a computer for every single workstation and server and that was my learning environment my lab nowadays you can do that on a on a virtual machine you know on a, on a decent pc or a laptop and do it in a virtual machine or even in the cloud but for me i got hooked into building the kit but then not doing the certification so my advice is if you're going to do any piece of learning see it through to the end you know and if there's a certification Get the ticket. It's you know it's so important to, to to tie something off and say I've done that. Next, otherwise you become and I was like this. I was I was a I wanted to be certified for ten years, and it wasn't until you know something came up and it, it grabbed me and said you retake this or you don't. And it was my my late sister. She said to me, "There's a course there that's going to take you through all the MCSE program uh, over, over the first six months of the year." And I and I, I saw that. And I thought, wow, that's a life-changing opportunity. Am I ready to, to take that life-changing opportunity? And it meant leaving my full-time job. Yeah. You know, and, and jumping in with two feet. So my advice is seize the opportunities and see things through. And you know, and my, seeing things through for me was being one of only eight people in that class. Sorry, one of two people in that class who saw it through to the MCSE stage. And we actually got qualified, you know, after six months. You know, and, and and I had to give up my security blanket of my 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 nice job, my salary, you know, and, and step out. And I think that is so important as you get older is to take those risks and just go for it. It, it makes you feel scared, but I think that's a good thing as well. And th and when people are scared about something, they put more energy and more focus into it. 
you know, and, and the only other time I still still feel a little bit scared is when I take a certification, Phil. Is, you know, when you walk into that examination room and, yes. you know, we all do it from school and things like that. And people, some people go through school and think, I don't want to see any more exams in my life. But if you can then go into IT, it's a really good, useful way to prove that you know what you're doing. You know, if, if, before you start handling you know, thousands and thousands of pounds worth of servers, um, you know, multi-million pound infrastructures, you can reassure your potential employer or your boss that you are qualified to work on that and that you know the difference between, you know, not just an on and off switch, but, you know, the difference between DNS and DHCP. You know, I'm talking about traditional IT or, you know, and having that learning and a badge of honor saying I, I qualified in that gives that reassurance and it allows you, gets you, gets a foot in the door at least. That's why, that's how I believe it. And it, becoming a Microsoft certified trainer gave me a huge, Bigfoot in a big open door, which then the, the world opened up for me. Right. So, um, where did you go after you did um, qualify? What was your next step? Oh, well, exactly, because I'd, I'd left my job behind six months ago. Right. Uh, it, it took the six months of, of daily travel, 40 miles return. And that's where I really started thinking about. So, you know, we're talking about technology and how it's moved on now, and we're listening to podcasts, which are fantastic. And I really, you know, I've only got into them, I was saying before, a couple, you know, literally a few months ago. Whereas back in those days, you know, 10, 15 years ago, when I started my career in IT, I was recording um, snippets from, from it either TV programs about IT or I was recording on a tape recorder and then playing that back for the 40-minute journey, the 40-mile journey. It was between York and Hull each day. So I was listening. You know, I was trying to use my time because I think that's the only thing we've really got that we can invest in ourselves is time to do stuff. So learning on, on the travel. Um, so after six months after I'd qualified, and yeah, that, was a, that, that was a highlight, was I then got very much involved in the community of trainers and helping other people and understanding. And I, I don't know if you know the term of lurking within a forum, where you actually just stand yes. back and listen and watch yeah. and don't comment. You know, and I did that probably for six months. So that would be a bit of career advice I'd give to somebody is, is find a community. You know, it might be a user group that you go to on, 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 in your local area that does IT or does development or does whatever field that you're looking at. Go to one of those community or networking opportunities. And if you're not comfortable... Just sit back and you know, be, be, be your own boss for a couple of weeks. What we did in the day was go to these forums and listen and watch and see who the players were, and you learned so much. So what I did then was move cities. I actually moved to a different city, a larger city. That's where I thought would be better for me. And I set up a business, which I still run now, uh, and started offering bespoke one-day training on things like Small Business Server and Server 2000. Three yep. and NXP in the day, and I started to build a very small business, and it grew slowly. I didn't put a lot of it was a full time job, but I didn't put any marketing. It was, it was a one man band in effect, just to just to cut my teeth and to find out what I wanted to do. And from there, from getting involved in the community, I started to go to the conferences. I started to volunteer more to help other people, and then I got noticed, and I became a um, an, an MVP, which was Microsoft's most valuable professional in yep. the Windows area, and that was because I was I was running a user group. I was I was giving back to the community. I was helping others learn, because you know. And some people think, well, does that mean that other people can leapfrog you and get better? It's like, well, who cares? You know, they, that's not that's not the problem. The problem is you need to get people to come to listen and to talk and network, and we can all get better together. So 
it just went from one stage to another. I became an MCT and then uh, kept on learning, kept on qualifying, uh, then became an MVP in 2012, which is you know, this is my fifth year of being re-awarded that, 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 that award. Yeah. So then you go to MVP conferences and you go to Ignite before that used to be called TechEd. You know, so one of one of the, the highlights that that I had was actually presenting to a thousand people in one of the big Microsoft conferences. You know, where they involve fifteen thousand people to come to these big conferences. I think it was in Orlando or Houston. You know, I've been to so many different conferences because of my Microsoft certified trainer badge that's got me into these places and presented to a thousand people, which was just an awesome experience. Talking about something that you're comfortable with, that you're confident about, and you know, have it, having you know, a thousand people applaud at the end, you think, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Now, I know some people are professional presenters and they do this day in, day out, and they, you know, they, they go to every conference there is. I don't, so therefore it felt extra special for me. Yes. Um, you, know, and, you know, to be wined and dined and to, to have the hotel being paid for you and things like that. It, it, it becomes special when you, when, you, when you get opportunities like that. Y- yeah, definitely. Um, you've obviously moved on very much to career highlight, which is fantastic. Um, are there any specifics in terms of encouraging people uh, and being able to help people improve their careers? Is there anything in that sort of area that you feel you're proud of or as a career highlight? So, so yes, you know, you, you could say, well, look, what's the difference between me being a trainer and the other thousand? There's about 10,000 trainers in the world. So the other 10,000 trainers, what, why aren't they all doing exactly the same thing as what I did and why they you know living the dream that i'm living which i'm enjoying my life at the moment it's fun it's fulfilled i'm teaching people and i'm helping people get their career goals you know so for example tomorrow i'll be traveling down down towards london and doing a one-to-one teach with somebody who wants to learn the basics of networking you know so i'll spend two days with him and at the end of that he'll then book an exam and hopefully within two weeks he'll be a certified professional so to see it go from being a salesperson to sell that course, to engage with that person one to one, and to bring him on over a period of maybe two to three weeks with some with, with, with some homework and some hand holding and then some face time where we actually get stuck in and we actually do stuff, and then leaving him with the encouragement to get an exam and pass it and have the confidence to pass it is is what I'm about. I'm about that. How do we introduce somebody? How do we encourage them? And how do we motivate them? And I think if you don't have those three components then it's very easy to, as a learner, to switch off or to be distracted or to not finish the goal. And that's why I keep going back to that. Set yourself a target and achieve it. You know, and that's remaining focused is, is, is such a difficult thing in this day and age. Yeah, agreed. Um, what one thing excites you about the future of a career in IT? Um, I say one, but I'm quite happy for you to discuss more than one. <laughs> well, I, IT is one of these really strange careers and that it's, it's always changing you know we, we've got we've, we've got situations where some things just won't change and that, that they will eventually die out and that that, that industry you know so, so some technology will just die out and it won't be replaced so for example small business server you know we still come across people who are using that some microsoft product that did exchange and 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 sql and server and all these bundled things together and that will fizzle out and eventually nobody will be running that software it'll be out of support a bit like xp and then we've got new software which will come in as mid uh, that will come in in the in the meantime and then we've got this new emergence of the cloud and whether or not that's aws or azure or some other uh, other provider that is revolutionizing the world again it only accounts for maybe 10 percent of it spend at the moment but you can see a shift by 
certainly the, the Microsoft boys saying, well, this is the next big thing. We want to be all in. And so always look out the window and say, well, what is, what, what's new? What's, do I want to stay on the, on the comfortable path of, well, I've got five more years in this job before something changes, like the company gets bought out or it, get, changes, it changes tactic? Or do I want to keep investing in myself and encouraging the business to move with the times and become more efficient, more productive, uh, and embrace technology? And I think that's what I like about the IT world is it's ever-changing, um, and there's always opportunities. You know, I think if, if whether it's we or IT, if we stand still, we start to stagnate, and, it, and we get comfortable. And I think the, 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 one of the worst things you can do in life is become overly comfortable, if that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, so, so one of the things, you know, back, in the, back when I first started, you know, I could have tried to do it as a part-time where I worked as an accountant, I did a bit of IT, and I kept that comfort blanket. But I had to physically make that decision of telling my boss, I need to do this and I need to do it full time. And in effect, what I was doing then was you know, using, using a, a scenario from Greek mythology where I burnt my boats on the beach. I was like, look, we're not going back. Yeah. We, we are going forward from here. We're not going to go back into accountancy. You know? So it was, it was quite, you know, when I stopped my membership for the accountancy program you know, and I left that and I moved on and started with IT, that was now my focus. So... You know, it's, it's, it's forever changing, and that keeps it exciting. It keeps it very hard as well. You know, so we, IT guys, we need to be realistic and think we need to keep sharpening that saw. I think that's a, that's a quote out of, um, is, it, is it Dale Carnegie or something like that, where you've got to keep sharpening the saw or the sword or the, or the blade to keep it sharp. Otherwise, you become, you become a little bit blunt and dull, if that makes sense. Yes, yes it does. Um, we're going to move on to the reveal round, which is a quick fire round of questions. Um, so what first attracted you to a career in IT? I've probably already answered that, but I think... Yeah, partly. Be- believe, it, believe it or not, it was, it was the money. Ah. <laughs> and that's no, honestly, because, because I, I was in this stable job. I was working as an, as an accountant, um, a financial controller with IT management duties as well. Yeah. And I was getting a fixed payroll every month, and, um, and it was boring. I got, I, got, I got, not bored, but I got, well, where's the opportunity? How can I make more money? to enjoy life you know at, at that point i'd not traveled much yeah uh, you know and and i wanted to, i wanted the extra money so i thought it right i've heard these fantastic stories and you know that unfortunately the, the the road wasn't paved with gold once i became <laughs> qualified it yes. was because i'm qualified but i'm still unknown i'm still you know at the bottom end of the scale but slowly but surely it started to open up you know and, and it had changed we'd gone through the the big hoo-ha of the MCSE 2003 and the whole issue about paper certs and all of a sudden the, the IT world saw it collapsed a little bit and re- re-established itself. So it was a bit of a shock, uh, but I pulled myself together, pulled myself through, started doing uh, my own business and built it up. And then eventually, you know, eventually I got, I got the, the contract with the University of York to help them run their IT academy, which then was a, a part-time stable job. You know, so I had two, two and a half days a week with them, two and a half days a week doing my own consultancy and training. So I had best of both worlds. I thought I was getting a regular paycheck from a mortgage. And I had, you know, but in hindsight, looking back, I spent too long in that comfort zone of the academy. And that's, so again, I've learned a life lesson as well, which is now, you know, this is my second year of being freelance and being completely untethered, where I'm making the money now. I'm making what I. I want to do it's, it's how much do I work is it do I work evenings do I work mornings you know do I do three jobs in one or you know and it's, all of a sudden it's it, it's exciting again 
Okay. Um, what is the best career advice you've ever received? Um, I think lurk and learn, which is what I mentioned before. Yeah. You know, and decide what you're going to do and then just go for it. Don't, don't dilly-dally. You know, I wasted probably a good five years of looking at these servers in, in my front lounge, in my, in my front room, and thinking, I want to be an IT guy. And I never did it. I just looked at it and I thought I was doing the IT thing, but I never, I never got beyond chapter one, if you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, I never fulfilled the complete, you know, I was learning bits. And it wasn't until an opportunity came up that that made me. I, I became a made man at that point. I became an MCT. You know, and, and, since, I bec- and since I've become an MCT or a Microsoft trainer, um, you know, I've, I've traveled to Africa, I've traveled to America dozens of times. I've been to, U- to 10 different countries in Europe, all to do my tradecraft. Yeah, I even went to Haiti just after the earthquake and taught people out there after, the, after that terrible earthquake in 2010. You know, so there's, there's been opportunities that I've, that I've loved and they're, they're part of my life now. And they've all come from taking that big step, that leap of faith that I'm doing the right thing. And if I'm not doing the right thing, at least I'm going to take it. Because if you, if you meander, if, you just, if, if you're hesitant, and then it, before you know it, Phil, a year will go by. And then another year, and it's like, oh, I wish, and then it passes you by. You know, that's, then you're the, the oldest guy in the class, and you don't want to be the oldest guy in the class. No, not at all, no. Um, if you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? Oh, um, take an exam as soon as I can. So, yeah, I, 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 I would get qualified because that puts a marker in the sand. It says, right, I've got something. I've got a firm base. I would remove as many distractions as I could. So one of the things I tell students now when, when, I, when, when I talk to them, I say, look, remove as many distractions. You know, so please go home after class and you know, hopefully they've done this already, go home after class and set aside two hours in the evening where you can go through the notes, you can go through the book, you can go through uh, any practice that you need to do, but talk to, your, talk to your loved one and say, look, can I have this? I need these two hours. You know, don't go to the pub, don't watch football, set aside the time that you deserve to finish the job each night or each week or, you know, and, and carve that time out because one of the hardest things, you know, I went for a long time of, of learning in a five-day ritual, you know, where, where you talk for five days and, and, and the learners learn for five days. And that equated to something like 40, 40 hours a week of learning. And when you put that back into perspective and say, when would the average learner, if they didn't come on that type of course, find 40 hours of proper instructor-led it was in the time, you know, quality, quality instruction. And it's really, really hard when you're doing this off your own bat um, to motivate yourself and keep yourself going when you've got all the distractions of the world. Uh, and you've got your friends pinging you on the mobile and, you know, uh, and saying come to the pub and all the rest of it, is to say, how do I focus on this? So work out what works for you. Tell as many people that you're doing this, uh, that, you, that you, you want this qualification. Or you're gonna, it's like when you do your driving test. You, know, you want people for your, for, your motor, for, your, for your car or your bike, you're doing a driving test. You want as many people being your cheerleader as possible. You know, so yeah. they start asking you questions about your theory test. Get them to do it with the IT as well. You know, use the time you've got set a date and take the exam. And if you fail, yeah. at least you know how far you've still got to reach for. You know, you know that that didn't work. And you normally get a score report at the end. You know where you failed. So you can focus on those areas. Um, what career objectives are you focusing on right now? I'm focusing on building the IT Masterclasses brand. Okay. And also looking at, looking at how to build re- 
I'm also looking at how to build renewable income. I think that's yes. an important thing uh, to try and how do you get that recurring income either from a bunch of customers or from people who read my books, you know, or people who look at the videos or, you know, that, that sort of thing. So itmasterclasses.com and also re- renewable income. What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career to date? Sell yourself, Phil. I think you've got to you've got to sell yourself. You know, it's, uh-huh. you are the commodity. When people want to interview you, or people want to uh, offer you a job, or in my, my case, what I'm doing is I'm selling training services or consulting services. They're buying it off me. And I think if you if you're shy or you don't like to express yourself, then don't put yourself in a sales role. If you're really uber technical, focus on technical. Focus on what you're good at. I think is what you, what you're saying. Yeah. What what I'm saying for me. Sales is where I, that's why I wanted to get out of accountancy. I wanted to, to be able to sell more. I wanted to do a sales job, in effect, of IT. You know, there's some basics out there as well, things like look smart, be on time, and always smile. They're, they're given. They, everyone can do that. But I think you need to sell yourself. So whatever your USP or your new, unique selling point is, whether it's your technical skills, your confidence, your smile, your outgoing nature, whatever it is, sell it. That's that's what people are buying from you, you know. And my whole, you know, my whole talk tonight is all about how do you make yourself more sellable. And in a technical IT realm, that's for me, that's getting certified and finishing jobs that you start. Yes. Can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career energizer audience? Tick off short-term goals. Um, focus. Become really really committed in what you're going to do and i think use the time that you've got so if you're not studying you're not learning then listen to podcasts you know and i, I i've got a couple of podcasts that i've been listening to in the last, last last few months which you know i take a little bit of information from them each time so there's people like kevin rose yeah tony robbins tim uh-huh. harris yes. and a chap called uh Vanacek, you know and these are all entrepreneurs or people who have made lots of money and they're now giving back to the community. And I think you can pick up snippets of, of golden nuggets of information and wisdom from these guys and think, wow, wish I'd done that 10 years ago. So fill your, fill your day with learning opportunities and then use the weekends for fun. Yes. Okay. Um, and finally, can you tell us the best way that we can find out more about you and connect with you? Sure. Well, I, I go to IT masterclasses.com um you know reach out to me on there i'm on twitter as well using andrew underscore bettany uh and you know reach out to me i'm on facebook and linkedin as well if 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 anyone out there hasn't got a linkedin profile build one yes it's like an online it's like an online cv or resume it will build over the next 10 15 20 years and you know share that with as many people as you meet because people will if they want to contact you they will always go to linkedin first i think that's becoming yeah that, and that's one of the reasons why microsoft spent 20 billion dollars on it last year to buy yeah. linkedin they, they finally realized that that was a a big opportunity that they didn't want somebody else to have so linkedin has got a big a big um a big place in in it and career building for you know in this this day and age i think Andrew, thanks so much for joining me on the IT Career Energizer podcast today. It's been great talking with you. My pleasure, Phil. Thank you. Well, I really hope you enjoyed this week's chat with Andrew Bettany. 
Four show notes can be found on the website at itcareerenergizer.com slash e14. And while you're at the website, you can also download my 11 top career tips for IT professionals, which you can access through the homepage. In next week's episode, I'll be talking with Kevin Henney, who is presenter, consultant and regular keynote speaker on software development, as well as editor of the book 97 Things Every Programmer Should Know. If you haven't already done so, please remember to subscribe in iTunes or Stitcher to get future episodes automatically downloaded to your device. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd really appreciate you leaving a rating and review about the show. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.